Mic check, one, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? Mic check, mic check, waifu, waifu. Tell, is that you? Mr. Polo Born Fly himself, what's going on, bro? How you what's, doing? What's up, brother? Ready to get this thing cracking. This is episode 25 of Mic Check Waifu Waifu. A very special episode for you today. I'm Polo, that's Till. And uh, first, let's thank our sponsor, our sponsor, Lou Complex. You can go to lucomplex.com and use the offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart, which is awesome because they just had a, a sell on uh, two dope shirts, uh, actually a shirt and a hoodie. Um, it was only on sale for a few days, but man, I hope you got a piece of that because that shit was dope. It was an incredible hoodie. Real, real dope hoodie. Also, I would like to thank our Patreon uh, producers, uh, Monique Williams and Connor. Thank you all so much for supporting the show and keeping the lights on. You guys are our bread and butter, and we love you so very, very, very much. And also, thank you to all of our other Patreons. We appreciate you, too. Um, pay close attention to Patreon coming up soon because we may add a new tier that includes getting some um, some stickers that's drawn up by our very own host, Tail get sent out to you um it's gonna be in the higher tier so pay attention to that it's gonna be dope um also as you can see we changed our entire layout we got uh we got our winter clothes on our girl sarah over there she's uh she's bundled up yeah, <laughs> in florida time. you gotta keep warm in florida you know yeah okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> well i hope you like our new winter theme on the video version of the podcast if you're not you know, a part of the video version of the podcast, just go to patreon.com slash my check waifu waifu and you can get uh, early access to the video versions. Uh, I believe it's two weeks early access to the video versions of all of our podcasts. Um, and one more thing, too. We are going to bring back my check manga. We do see that show still get listens. So we're going to bring back my check manga. We got a lot of chapters of Yozakura family to cover. We're going to bring mm-hmm. that back next week. Um. And also, don't forget, actually, don't forget, this is the first time we're mentioning it. Well, we do have a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway for a Amazon gift card. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned. We're going to tell you how to win that Amazon gift card a little later on in the show. So keep, keep your ears peeled. Keep your ears peeled. Listen carefully. Listen closely to how you can get that gift card and we'll we'll share later. But today we got a, a loaded show. Tell what we got for the uh, listeners today. All right, you want to start off with something light? Let's start off with something light. All right, so the first uh, topic, because we got uh, a couple of pretty deep topics, we're gonna start off with something light today. Yeah, yeah. Is our top five non-Japanese animated shows? Yeah, yeah. This topic idea came from um, Philip, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, something from Philip. Philip J. Woodward. Thank you so much for supporting the show. <laughs> you, you're awesome. Um, he gave us this, this idea because Disney Plus came out and he said, I wonder like what's, you know, Polo at Polo Born Fly and Tell's favorite non-Japanese anime, like non-Japanese cartoons. Mm-hmm. So who you want to do five? Top yeah, five. I, I'm, I'm going to do five. Uh, I got a little list of five here. Um, now, I did exclude movies from this. What? Yeah, because I feel like if I do movies, it's ruled oh, by Disney. Shit. 
Do whatever you want, bro. I'm just saying I made my list this okay. way. Okay. I mean, I think even if I add movies, I'm still going to have the same number one. Yeah. But literally my entire list, rest of it changes if I add movies. Okay. Well, let's start from your number five. My number five is going to be the regular show. Mm. I, I don't know if you guys remember the regular show. I remember the regular but, show. Um, it's just one of those shows that like it's it's a kid's show, but I think it deserved all of the hype that it yeah. got. You know, it introduced like like it had people like Tyler the Creator, who isn't like the most famous rapper in the world or anything like that, but just introducing that kind of thing to the the show and having like scenarios where you really just have like two best friends who are just living their everyday life. Right. And going through like their struggles and these interplanetary issues that seemed a little bit ridiculous outside of what would be regular. Like the, the name regular show was a complete contradiction. It was nothing but regular. It was completely irregular. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the whole, yeah. This whole spiel. Exactly. But the show itself is actually like pretty good. I think it deserved all of the hype and clout that it got. Um, I even bought the seasons. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that you know, much. I got ID for buying this the, the season. <laughs> the ID means that you got to be at least sixteen to buy this. I'm like, I am twenty two. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh I got to be sixteen. God. I am twenty two. If you remember, bro, I didn't have a beard back then. Yeah, hey, a little, which little means I also too. didn't have my mustache. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious, man. Um, so this was kind of tough for me because I haven't watched. Like a lot of cartoons. But I mean, you we didn't say nothing about not having movies in it. So if I want to go with my number uh five, and this may seem weird, but The Emperor's New Groove, man. That was one of my favorite animated shows or movies ever. It was awesome. It was awesome. It put a it it, it made me laugh out loud from when I was when did it come out? I can't remember when it came out. But when it first came out as a as a early teenager, it made me laugh. And then rewatching it again as an adult made me laugh like ten times harder because it also yeah. has some uh, some humor in it that's pretty good. Yeah, the Emperor's New Groove. Actually, I think I actually watched that one. I think last year with Monique. Yeah, and it was it's a really good show. I mean, it's movie. So it was it's really actually one hundred percent worth it. And I think that's a good one. Yeah, I love, uh, I love Emperor's New Groove. That's in my groove. <laughs> I love it. What what you got? Uh, We're going to try to get through this fast but give it yeah. the respect. My the my next one is actually going to be a movie because saying I should not include movies made me think about it, but I'm I'm just going to do Lion King as my number 4. Number 4 for Lion King. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I love it. Number 4 for Lion King. It's Lion King, bro. It, I mean I could put it higher. Right, so that's but why I can't like, wait to hear what your higher ones are. That's yeah. real interesting. Um, for my number four, shit, man, it's 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 tough not f- for me not to say this one because I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it watching it as a kid. But like again, when you get older, something like the humor starts to like starts to get to you, and it's hilarious. But Aqua Teen Hunger Force. 
it's pretty, it's pretty good, dude. It's it's at my number four simply for the fact is that humor you, is you fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the whole show and some like when they do their pregnant pauses in that show have have to be like some of the funniest moments to me. <laughs> no, man, I, I love the episode where Meatwad makers come up and just like. Kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, that cartoon was only 15 minutes long, but it came on Adult Swim. And every time it came on, I always watched it, like no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that one. I actually completely forgot about that one. <laughs> I go to Hunger Force. It's super good. Uh, All right, cool. My number three is going to be Ed, Ed and Eddie. Mm. Um, what a gem. I, yeah, I loved Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and I still love Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And I feel like Ed, Ed, and Eddie has, like, anime almost, like, even though it's not anime at all, but you think of, like, <laughs> the like Ralph, right? Yeah. You feel like he is an anime character. <laughs> <laughs> the son of a shepherd is an anime character, period. I don't know. I just loved Ed, Ed and Eddie. It was a great show. It was a lot of fun. I, it was a lot of shows that I didn't watch growing up that was just on, yeah. but that was one that would be on, and I'd actually pay attention to it for a second. Right. <laughs> and Eddie was good. That's a really good one. Damn. So it's my number three. My number three would have to be, I mean, in, in honors of Disney+, Plus, obviously, and, and everybody called for it to come back on Twitter. I mean, they were screaming for the show to come back for like three days, and then they stopped screaming for it to come back because Twitter, attention span is that of an um, gerbil, humanity. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, gargoyles, bro. Mm. Gargoyles was so incredible back in the day. The voices as a kid scared the hell out of me, though. Yeah, but I remember. Yeah, those voices they were they were always so well dubbed. It was insane, even though it was an English show, but our uh, American show, our cartoon, it was super like daunting. But I like it. I liked it. I like the art style too. The art style was crazy. It was clean. It yeah. um, it had that anime, anime like look, but yeah. it was a cartoon. Yeah, true. Um, my number two is actually very close to being my number one, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Futurama. Ooh, Futurama. And Monique knows I love Futurama on my heart. Every episode we watch, I say word for word every episode. Mm. I love Futurama. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. That's yeah. a real good one. That that one, like when I when I hear that, um, when I hear Futurama's intro, I kind of like jump up out of my sleep. That's, <laughs> that's the memory I have of Futurama. Like I used to always jump out of my sleep whenever I hear that intro. I just Futurama would really gets me every time. It is this is obviously my favorite episode, and I feel like this is the episode that hit everybody when his dog dies. Oh shit. Damn. That that was I think that's the first time I cried watching a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> it, was, it was real rough. You win, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I got uh, my number two was gonna be Lion King. Lion King for obvious reasons. The animation in Lion King, this uh, this, this the Hamlet's Hamlet Hamlet storyline. It's just the way it's told and like the characters were incredible. My favorite the music. part. Yeah, the music. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The music. Timeless music. Yeah, for sure. My favorite part will always and forever will be Simba. You deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> <laughs> that will forever be the line forever. 
<laughs> and what's worse, you put Nala in danger. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that fucking movie. That movie's incredible. I might have to move Lion King up. Yeah, I watched the remake and that. I mean, the uh, you know live action version or whatever you want to call it. It's not as good, dude. It's just that's not. The, that's the consensus. Yeah, it's just not good. <sighs> it kind of hurt. It kind of hurt. Even so, deliberately disobeyed me sounded different. Did it? Yeah. I mean, they, didn't, they used the same guy. Though, but it was right? still James Earl Jones, but it just didn't, it didn't hit like it hit in a cartoon version. I, I think a lot of that has to do with nostalgia, though, too. Mm-hmm. It's but hard to, even if they, I think they took the same voice lines and did that over. I mean, they did. It's just the way they acted it. Uh, it was. It's rough. live. Yeah. It's live. It ain't real live. Right, right, <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Number one. All right, my number one, I feel like, is very popular. And I actually didn't watch this for a long time until all of a sudden it hit me in the face. And Monique knows I love this with all my heart, too. It is Steven Universe. Never seen it. I know. I know you <laughs> haven't. But what is it? I am, I am a Steven Universe groupie. I will watch everything Steven Universe. I love all the characters. Mm-hmm. Steven Universe to me is a 10 out of 10 uh, show. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Holy shit. It's a cartoon. It tackles uh, tackles a lot of things. Like uh, one of the topics we'll talk about later, um, gender and gender neutrality. Mm -hmm. Um, It talks about, you know, uh, love and finding yourself. And it's a musical while being an action and a, a drama. It has all of that. Uh, honestly, it's it's really one of like like literally. I think it's number one for sure. Deserves every award it gets. Deserves all of the hype and everything around it. I would be surprised if it didn't go down as like the best Cartoon Network show ever. Wow, wow, very interesting. Mine's isn't that deep for any like real like deep reason it's just i mean my for my reason for liking this show is the same reason why you like futurama but it's family guy i mean family guy humor is some of the best it's it's my number one cartoon because honestly to be 100 percent with you i don't watch much cartoons like most of my life spanned anime past a certain like past when i first watched dragon ball z when i was in the fourth grade everything else has been anime for me so cartoons has been been in the backseat Every once in a while, like when my little sister would watch SpongeBob, I guess I would watch that back in the day. But like it never, never even did anything for me like anime did. So for sure, uh, it'll be Family Guy, of course, for its humor and it's <laughs> crazy, wacky flashbacks and uh, in the writing. That, that cut takes. Yeah, the cut takes. Family Guy's writing is some top notch, man. It's top tier. For sure. It's wild every episode, bro. It's totally. I, I always think about uh Brian uh having to pay St- uh Stewie back. And Stewie <laughs> like, where's my money, man? Where's my money, man? Where's my money, man? And they're just and they're fighting like where's my money, man? Where's my money? Uh, you know, he's not gonna be able to find your money if you kill him with the baseball pass. Yeah. I mean, and they were like doing like movie action scene like uh things and that fight it was crazy i love it it's a very interesting topic though thanks philip 
Yeah, I actually, I, I really appreciate that topic. That was something that, like, I guess we really should have brought to the show, but I'm glad someone asked. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for asking, Philip. Thanks for asking. If you got any more, just, you know, tweet at us. It won't hurt. All right. So the next topic comes from um, one of our Patreon supporters. Every month, like once a month, we do the uh, the topic, uh, topic of the show idea. And Robbie Balboa will be giving us some gems. I think he gave us, yeah, he gave us two that we we rocked with and, and were very long and, and extensive, extensive topics. And this is going to be another one. Um, if Tell would do me the honors of reading it because I don't have my glasses on. All right. Now, do you want me to read the whole thing? Or? You don't have to. You just just a gist. So uh, he basically let us know that this one's going to be, uh, it could be personal to some of our viewers or listeners, um, but it basically covers the idea of transgender or ambiguous characters in anime or manga. And part of it is just that like Japan celebrated male-male slash female-female relationships throughout the um, Meiji Revolution. But as a turn of period, Japan... Um, began trying to exit the Tokugawa era, era, they broke away from their identity as they decided to try and rest westernized. So um, basically, um, samurai or just in, in Japan in general, uh, gender neutrality, being ambiguous, homosexuality, all of that stuff is accepted. And it, it became less so when, when westernized. And basically what he's trying to get at is he wants to know what's our perception on how it's taken up or how it's done in anime slash manga. Right. And um, I actually, I thought this is an amazing topic because um, like it, it does bring up a lot of really cool like, like issues in it. Mm-hmm. Like um, he was talking about like how the ideals of certain anime might affect this, this layout. Right. Right. So, like, um, do you want to start off polo or you, or do you want me to go? Yeah, I, I want to start off. I can start off with one. And one of the more recent ones um, to talk about would have to be. Um, let me go to him. Uh, see here. Sorry. Give me a second to just look up this uh, character because it's it's very, this character, I think, quickly became one of my very first I mean very favorite characters that is um that is like I guess ambiguous. Again, this is a topic that me and Tell just never even thought about because like we don't like we it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't affect us. us. Yeah, it doesn't bother us in any way. Like we don't have an opinion on it skewing one way or another. Like I think it's awesome that they're being represented more. Like that's incredible. And they should be because they're people just like everybody else is. Yeah. And they they should have that outlet. But I must say one of my favorite characters that is, I guess, ambiguous or. Yeah, in this case, he's specifically or. Yeah, he's specifically ambiguous is Luca. Of course. Luca from Astro Lost in Space. That's the most recent one I can think of. If you haven't watched Astro Lost in Space, I'm so sorry. That's a slight spoiler. Go watch it. I'm not going to go into any more details, but let's just say he can. Um, damn, it's going to be a kind of a spoiler. He's, he's both essentially. So, um, which was, which was kind of like a big reveal in the show, which is actually awesome. Like the way it played into the story and the way they, I guess that's what makes this, makes him my favorite is because the way they implore it into the storyline, 
the way that it actually matters, it affects the storyline drastically because it kind of it, kind it of, helps with character development, everything, and not just his exactly. own personal development. It helps with the development of the characters around him. Exactly. Uh, the, the entire Astro crew. Yeah. Like, for instance, all right, let's just take Astro in space for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, the entire group was a very diverse group. Right. And I don't mean in terms of like they weren't diverse necessarily in terms of race, but right. in terms of like personalities, sure. traits, their abilities, everything. Mm-hmm. They were all very different in general. Right. Right. And um, with Luca, for instance, he was literally a multi-sex person, yeah. um, being ambiguous and and like he didn't initially. He just was okay with everyone calling him he, you know. Right. But when it came out as to who or what he really is, he decided that hey, I'm gonna play to that, and he made fun in light of the situation yeah. and made it enjoyable for everyone and. And I think that's something that should be represented or should be um, enjoyable. You know, if you are some someone who can take part in both of those things and you can right. learn to love it and embrace it that way, right. by all means, do so. Like, have fun with it. You know, let, make fun of your friends by, you know, playing like that. It just is what it is, you know? Yeah, uh, I, I think a perfect example of that is when he would, uh, when he was getting undressed and our guy Ugar was white, like, kind of like looking but not looking and he was just like oh don't look at me like when he was taking off his top but i mean it's 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 incredible yeah he he really doesn't consider himself a man or a woman his identity can change but like he's fine with being called him or he he doesn't get offended um i i I just love it man the character is awesome and you don't really again you don't really think about it like oh that's Ill, like I don't, you know, what I'm saying, like my opinion on it is just, it's incredible that it was even represented in a show like this, and this yeah. show specifically, like and our only show that has a ten via our mic check official <laughs> rating. <laughs> and uh, you also, uh, Robert also said something about um, My Hero Academia. How, uh, for instance, uh, Mount Lady is this yeah. gigantic, like badass, you know, uh, female character. And she's a badass, right? So that gives her like an instantly like masculine trait. But it's almost like, why does that matter? Because she's super feminine. And then you have like other characters who like Bakugo, who supposedly drops big dick energy. You right. got Mineta, who's a pervert. And then you have um, our first death of the anime, uh, Magni, mm. who uh, was a villain. Or and, Tiger. Yeah. T- well, yeah, Tiger too. Magni and Tiger, who uh, Tiger was a male, but was in a female group and preferred female pronouns. Right. And people completely like, you wouldn't even have no, like I didn't really even care. I knew he was a male, at least from his shape, but whatever he wanted to be called, that's just what he was. Yeah. But then you also have, uh, like I said, Magni, who is actually a female, but has a male like shape. Yeah. And to me, like I read the manga and in the manga that never even made a, a like a, an appearance like we yeah i saw him i saw him die and all that kind of stuff but what they really did that was really good in the anime is they actually displayed him having a conversation with a friend who was also just like him right Which and is awesome. i'm just yeah i'm just like yo that's something i never would have known or even picked up on i just thought that was a dude you know yeah and <laughs> if that's what he wants to be if that's what he wants to go by 
that's what he goes by. And yeah. and I thought that was I thought that was epic. Um and I just love how like if I, I just think that if anime embraces that culture and continues to embrace that culture, that's just what they should do. Because if that's Japan's history, right. if that's the anime culture, stick to that. Because it how many how many people love anime now? That's not just gonna be Japanese culture, that's gonna be like worldwide. Right. Exactly. Uh I I think um if I'm not mistaken, I think the uh the voice actor who played um I forget the main character name in Evangelion, the updated version for Netflix, mm-hmm. that's actually a transgender voice actor, which is awesome. So that's it is awesome. I mean they're like they're being, you know, represented in that even if it's just the voice of a character. Like I think that's also incredible. Like, I, I don't know. Like, this topic was, just, again, one for us that, like, I'm I'm thankful that was brought up because it should be brought to light. But it's going to be, like, we don't have differing opinions on this. We think it's incredible that they're being shown. And, I mean, Tell has, like, an example of a few other characters that he can he can share with us. But yeah, like, I was going to say, yeah, let's go through that list really quick if you want to. Yeah, let's do that. Share people, you, characters you may have not known that were even like this. Yeah, so, so let's do it. So um, the first character I bring up is a probably a popular character because everyone's well, a lot of people have seen Hunter Hunter, yeah, but yeah. Luca Zoldic. Um, Luca Zoldic is a boy, but completely dresses like a girl, and you, mm-hmm. they never even ref- reference his gender or he or she or anything like that. They just say my my. Oh, actually, they do say my little brother, but when yeah. you see him, actually looks like a little girl. Straight and up, and that's perfectly fine. You know, mm-hmm. it, I don't know why it would make a difference, but Luca has that vibe of like a little sister right and then you even have uh who's the girl who trained um gone and uh, oh (laughs) she is a dainty little girl until she releases her power and she's super jacked yep she's awesome i love her she's like actually incredible yeah uh, another great character that that is Actually, he's he's a boy, but he who embraces the the feminist side is one from one of my favorite shows, one of my top five shows, anime shows of all time, and it's from Steins Gate. Is Ruka, Ruka from Steins Gate? He he was actually he was a part of the science club, and like they were, <laughs> <laughs> man. When you change, when damn, I don't want to say this because it's kind of spoilers. When they go to a different world line in the in the future. He becomes an absolute badass that is unbeknownst to anybody, anybody in his show. Like I, and then the, oh man, that story Steins Gate is just incredible. It's a it's a clusterfuck of 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 different like timelines and world lines and stuff like that. So if you haven't seen Steins Gate, you wouldn't understand what the hell I'm talking about. But Ruka is an incredible character. At the beginning, like the growth that he has and like embracing who he is, is it feels it's a feel good story. And it, it it makes you feel good about him being able to embrace the fact that he's he's just feminine and he's OK with it. And that's what he would rather be. And I love it. Yeah. And, and, he, then and he's have, adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is 100 percent true, though. Yeah. Like, not the husbando type, but I was 100 yeah. percent just going with the fact that that was a woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, then we have uh, Miyuki from Yu Yu Hakusho, ah, uh, dude. who is a, a transgender member of the Demon Triad, right? Insane and too. 
you look at this character and originally you would think that's definitely a woman, but um, you find out after they, they fight that she is physically a male. And I mean, hey, she she got the hands. Yeah, I don't even know if it matters. You know, she she got the skills, so that's all that matters. But you, that's what I'm saying is like um, those things don't cross the same borders. You know, like you right. can still be super strong and have those that kind of uh, that kind of appearance. What about our um, our boy from uh, Demon Slayer? We don't technically even know what he actually is. What is his original form? What is the original him or her? Because right now in the show, he's technically a her. Who? Uh, the main villain. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another good one. But that, that is true because I actually didn't even think of that because he can apparently change at will. Um, and that's dope as well. Like yeah. he can he can just cross that border whenever he wants to. Um, yeah, which is incredible. Nice one, bro. I didn't even think about that one. Yes, yeah, he's we like I don't know what he he is, and which is I mean, and again, it it it, it draws you into the story even more because again, what Demon Slayer did well is is keeping us so far away from like the main villains for so long that we had we, questions. Yes, we have so many questions, way more questions than answers at the end of the season one, which is uh. Very, very exciting. Um, Robert even mentions Bleach. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's her name? Yumi Yumi Chika. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not familiar with that character because I'm not a, a real big Bleach fan. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> you want to fill um, me in on that one? We got. We we both probably have to look this one up because uh, I wasn't. Um, I was, I only watched the the first. Yeah. So okay, I remember this guy. All right. Uh, he is a third seat officer. Okay, so he was one of the captains. Um, or under, oh, he was under Captain okay. um, Kempachi. So he was uh, if he's under Captain Kempachi, he's a goon. Yeah, straight uh, up. <laughs> That's all you needed. But he did have that. I'm not gonna say he was necessarily transgender or anything like that. But he he had that ambiguous vibe, as in like he wanted to be beautiful right. and carried on that that look, that appearance, right. and could easily if uh looked in the right light would be under either or and he agreed he liked his looks and that's what he went for that was his appear uh, his appearance you know yeah so i would say definitely yeah 100 percent that character is in that ambiguous light man i it's so many again this is something you don't think about until somebody brings it up like robbie balboa here like I mean, seriously, I mean, you can even talk about, let's say, I don't know, who else? I don't, I, I've never seen an episode of this show, but everybody in this show kind of reminds me of that type of character. And that's JoJo's Bazaar's Adventure, Desperate Housewives of Atlanta, yeah, uh, whatever that show called. <laughs> they all kind of look eccentric, extremely. <laughs> but then but then let's even go as far as talking about everyone's like favorite anime, right? Let's What's talk about Dragon Ball. Oh yeah. Can, can can we agree? Can we can we agree that Frieza is yes. the most ambiguous character? That whole race. Yes. Outside outside of Cooler and King Cool. <laughs> we don't talk about GT. 
<laughs> the whole race of people. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you don't know. Are so very ambiguous. That's crazy. You don't know. It's awesome. Yeah, and Frieza is like one of the top villains of all time. And, like, and yeah, and then we even have our androids, right? The android twins. Yep. 17 and 18. They literally both, like, obviously, um, Android 18 is hot, right? Right. So she's, everyone's going to always look at her as a female. But she could very easily, uh, if you give her a mustache and, like, beard, <laughs> could pass as a very attractive, like, male. Yeah. But then you have Android 17, who definitely looks like he could pass as a female. Like, yeah, for sure. Just, just change his clothes and that's a woman. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so that's, I'm just. That's hilarious. That's I mean, that's that's awesome. I mean, like, it's so funny that you don't even think about that until it, it, like it comes out. Like, yeah, and I'll keep saying the same thing over, but it's still dope. I, I really do enjoy the acceptance of it. Like nobody's like bagging on any of the characters that they see. Um, I know fairy tale had a couple of characters like that, too. But yeah, like. It's it's awesome. I do appreciate how anime can bring this to light and like nobody says a word about it. It's different in movies and stuff like that. It always was kind of a big deal when it happened in movies. But as yeah. anime watchers, even in like like uh Rob said, in the early since the early two thousands, they just been doing this and it's and even before that, like you said, you brought up Yu Yu Hakusho. That was the perfect example of one. That's from what, the eighties? Yeah, so, that's an older one. Yeah, like it, they've been doing this for a long time, and, and anime is definitely appreciated for that because it's it's needed. I mean, especially nowadays in twenty nineteen, it's needed even more for people to feel comfortable with, you know, being who they are, no matter who they are. And we right. at Mike Check Waifu Waifu appreciate you no matter what you are, or you know how you feel. We appreciate you all the same. I can't wait to the time where it's a main character like that. You know, yep. it probably is one out there. We just haven't we just seen, haven't it. seen if, it. If you yet, found them, yeah. let us know. Share so, share that with us. I guess uh, Luca would be considered one because everybody naturally lost that, that true. character. That's very true. Yeah, that's a good or topic. Armin about. from Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, Armin. <laughs> Armin. Hey, I think he's just he's just he's not necessarily flamboyant. He's just really sensitive. And, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, still awesome though. Thanks, Robbie Bobo, for that topic. That topic is actually incredible. Wow, that was a good one. Let's uh. So, what's up? I was gonna say, uh, what about who's your favorite waifu? Whoa, no, we gotta save that for an entirely different, entirely <laughs> different segment of uh, of its own. You want to do it now? You want to bring that that topic now? Let's do it now. Okay. Well, I was gonna say we don't have to bring up our specific favorite waifu. Maybe no. we can just get. Oh, you wanna you, you gonna say your favorite waifu? Oh no, I'm 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 segueing into your segue. So okay. if you listen this far into the show, okay, there's one question we want to ask, and all you gotta do is just give us yours to be entered into this Amazon gift card giveaway. Okay, just give us your favorite waifu. Okay, whoever she is, let us know. Doesn't matter who she is. Let us know. You just you're entered into the giveaway as soon as you give us your favorite waifu. Uh, don't tell anybody else what you got to do to get the gift card. Just just write in on our Twitter, my at Mike Check Waifu, or uh, email us, or email us at Mike Check Waifu Waifu 
at gmail.com. Okay. So that's how you can enter this giveaway. Do we want to discuss our favorite waifus? We got to say that for another topic. That should be. Yeah, I agree. No, we got to say that for like a one year, like our anniversary, bro. That's true. Ooh. That's going to be a, a big topic for us. That's, that's It's the most important topic for us. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's going to be so far away, though. <laughs> what, what kind of should we drop a hint or something like that? Uh, One of mine's come from an uh, anime from this year. I was going to say one of mine come from Astro Lost in Space. Oh, true, true. Damn. I'm just I'm just gonna drop that hand. I'm I'm walk away from it. Yep. I'm walk away from what I gave. <laughs> <laughs> is oh, it, that's uh, awesome. I was gonna say, is it Hashira Bay? Is it? Uh, I mean, okay. All right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Just asking. Is I'm it? Just asking. I just wanna know. It could be Panzu. Mmm. Panzies. Okay. That's it. definitely probably number one right there, huh? Yeah, that's, that's new number one. I don't know, man. Miku, though, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> that's a great topic. I can't wait to do that topic. That topic is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we should maybe think about doing that sooner, but we'll talk about that at another time. Anyway, <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about? Any other anime? I mean, I definitely have something I want to talk about. What you got? So, first and foremost, in this episode of One Piece, nah, I'm just joking. Oh my god, I was about to stand up and walk out of my office, and he's about to be doing a solo mic check way for life. <laughs> so here's the disappointment, though, right? It actually was that, about One I, Piece. Yeah, I, I really, I really Fuck. do have to say about One Piece. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. I'm see, listen, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to get up and walk out. So, um. I've been reading the One Piece manga, and I—that's I, where I, I've kind of been. Anyway, I've always been reading the manga, yeah. and watching the show because the show just there's too much trash. Um, not, I'm not necessarily gonna say that, but <laughs> there's a big moment that has happened in the show where our boy Kaido finally shows up. And for those of you who watch One Piece, you know that Kaido is one of the big bad like greatest warriors in one piece right he literally um literally is only compared to blackbeard big mom uh shanks and that's it like these One are those i remember i remember yeah. blackbeard yeah well those four are considered the toughest of the tough and blackbeard probably being at the top of this ladder at this point um but Kaido shows up and in the manga, I already know what happens with Luffy and Kaido. But I actually had to sit down and watch like parts of this. Nah, this shit's hype, bro. Shit's fucking hype. And it's not even like you get to see the actual fight yet Mm -hmm. or or how they fight. It's just fucking hype. I assume because the fight was good. It's it's hype because it's not necessarily because the fight is good because I mean it's I, I read the manga so I don't we don't get to see the fight yet it's the fight's gonna be next episode mm-hmm. but in the manga it's super hype because there's this build up to Kaido but we had no idea who Kaido was and then all of a sudden we see this giant blue dragon descend out of the clouds mm-hmm. like 
Kaido's a fucking dragon. Oh, he's an actual dragon. He's a whole fucking dragon. Jesus. He's, well, he, he's really a man who turns into a dragon. But the principle is, is that like, what man turns into a dragon that fills the fucking sky? I have no idea. Only in One Piece. Only in One Piece. <laughs> uh, but I'm hyped to actually see like the next episode. I already know how it's going to end. I already know it's going to happen. I know Luffy's going to catch this one punch and be done. But... <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, but I'm actually super fucking hyped just to watch it, bro. Like, uh, this is the most hype you'll see me for One Piece, and then it's gonna die down right after this episode. Oof! Too bad it's such a terrible. Sh- no, I'm just, I literally <laughs> listen, listen, listeners. I don't know shit about One Piece. I literally just hate on One Piece just because it gets people mad. I'm at that point right now too with Black Clover, but I actually don't like it. Uh, Black Clover. I had to look, bro. I went to work and we had these little anime circle talks, right? I walked up and, and this is dude, Jordan, I work with. He do, he's one of the dudes who was like, hey, y'all should do the video so we can watch the video and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. Um, I, wa- I walked up to Jordan and was like, yo, bro. And it's like five other dudes around. And I say, you know, on anime Twitter right now, they're saying Black Clover is uh, better than. Uh, my Hero Academia and I need you to get your friends to back down because that shit's stupid and he like what you mean and then everybody in the group like hold up what you mean you think Black Clover better than My Hero he's like no I don't think that anymore and as soon as he said anymore and everybody was like what are you serious they just started going in and all I did was turn around and start laughing I didn't even have to do nothing else I just said like a, two, a sentence and a half I didn't get to finish my sentence and I walked away and I felt like the bad guy but the good guy at the same time it was beautiful <sighs> You, Black Clover uh, is not better than my hero. Not even fucking it, close, dude. It don't matter what year, what decade. It's so I, oh, not even close. The only way it would be better is if you foldable took over the animation and somebody else wrote the story. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let, have a whole. Let me writer. write the story. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's I'm just talking shit. Don't let me write that story. No, you will do better. You will do better. You would oh, do no, better. Bro. We 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 went on we went over this too much last episode, so I'm I'm a I'm a back off this time. Again, anime Twitter is stupid. They love Black Clover like it's fucking nobody business. I don't understand why. Nor do I even care anymore. Uh, what I want to what I do want to talk about is why do people not like Fire Force as much as they don't like Fire Force? Like people hate it. All over Twitter, all I'm seeing is oh, all it doing is this terrible fan service. When again, we t- I talked about uh, a black anime podcast on Twitter about this. There's only literally one character that offers any fan service, and it's her trope. That's it. It's it's because she has bad luck. Yeah, it's exactly because of her power. Because she's a cat, like she's technically mm-hmm. a black cat, cat, which essentially gives her bad luck which then causes all these crazy mishaps to happen so like mm-hmm. it's it's a part of her character and it's and it's so the, the fan service is so well done in that show compared to other shows and let's talk about that for a second i was gonna say can we I, talk about the fan service i enjoy but go ahead ah yeah i love fan service i don't care what kind it is i don't care how ridiculous it gets i enjoy every last bit of it and i'm not a fucking shame to say it okay Mm-hmm. Fucking Fire Forces fan service is nothing compared to the other shows that I've that I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Now, I just wanted to say my favorite fan service part 
was when um, our girl Maki popped off. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That entire that episode dude, was so clear. That dude flailed, decided he was going to pop up and try and dog her. He going to say, we're all combat specialists and veterans. And this is just go, a you don't, woman. You don't, you don't look like it. Yeah. <laughs> she, told him, she, she told him, you don't look like it. They came up and tried to swing on her, and she's like, hold up. Bow. And dudes left and right. Put I'm people like, in the dirt, literally. Maki is a beast, dude. Let's, let's, that's even goes with the topic we just talked about, dog. With like how how strong she is and how powerful she is. And the guy was just saying, oh, it's just a woman. Oh, it's just a woman, huh? Okay, okay, let me I, show you. I do love that fact that every time someone says how strong she is, she's like, who you calling the one-eyed gorilla cyclops? <laughs> yeah. Every time. And nobody like, never said that. that. No one said it. They just said you have muscles. They just said you're strong. Yeah. You instantly get Saudi. Yep. And guess what? We saw in one of the episodes of Fire Force how she got that way. She was in the army. Like she mm-hmm. was hand to hand combat training was her thing in the army. She and practiced. Her in the military. And yeah, she practiced that every day and night to become that strong. And that's her character development. Black Clover. You just get in a very stressful situation, and you get a brand new powerful spell to help you win. I thought we, I thought we went Disney Black sorry, Clover. Anymore. Sorry, 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 sorry. I apologize. <laughs> You're right, but I had to, I had to mention that. There's, there's one guy on Twitter that just talk about he's a, he's actually a host. I believe he's a host on, um, on Worst Generations podcast. He says, uh, "Fire Force is trash." I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. I'm like, oh, you must be a black. You must watch Black Clover. He's like, I never seen an episode of that either. I'm like, oh, look, I, I I'll give him that. If as long as he he don't watch Black Clover, I'll give him. That. I'll let him say whatever he wants to about Fire Force. Yeah, whatever. But I don't agree with it. Me either. <laughs> I don't have to agree with it. I, I'm just gonna rock with it. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just kept moving. <laughs> it's it's funny because there's so many people. I mean, there's nothing against only watching a few shows, getting to, getting into anime and being brand new into it. But like some people, and I put this on Twitter, some people that only watch Bleach, Naruto, uh, One Piece, those type of ad- like that anime in particular, have some of the craziest opinions, bro. They be wild. They be wild. I don't, I don't even know how you have an opinion with three with three <laughs> episodes or three shows in your, on your belt. That's it. That's all they got. Is wild. Now, uh, I do want to talk about one more thing. What's up? I know last week and the week before I talked about how we sleeping on like fake grand order and stuff like that. Absolutely. This week I'm not gonna bring a fake grand order, even though the episode was a banger. Um, episode four of the dubs is out. I gotta, I gotta, gotta get. What I want to talk about is Sword Art Online: War of the Underworld. Fuck. And, and how I believe that 100 percent this is the best season so far. Ooh! So I, I'm missing the most recent episode, so I just feel like tread lightly. There's so much development. There's like it just feels right and yes. good. Yes. The only thing of this so far I did not like was when the little girl was killed. But everything else, I even even that fits in the story, and I'm not 100 percent salty about it. But Sorry, real quick. Somebody on uh, on our YouTube because from again the video version dropped two weeks ago or la- this last week. They yeah. mentioned that it was actually his childhood friend that uh, the villain killed. So that was a correction yeah. on our part. 
Because we uh, Tell thought he was just somebody in the video game and he was just going through different video games trying to find that. It was actually his childhood best friend. So it makes it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, what my, my bigger point here is just the fact that this show, this season is so good. And we've hated Sword Art long you've, enough. You've hated. I, I haven't actually ever hated Sword Art. I'm just saying we as in like anime, as a Twitter, people, anime, as anime people in general. <laughs> yeah, I got you. We've hated Sword Art long enough. Let's let it go. Let's give this season the praise it deserves because the animation looked like it's made by Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> um, the storyline was written by Jesus Christ himself. Yes, dude. Um, it's so good. It's it's actually really fucking good. Now it's not. I don't think it's gonna be ten out of ten mm-hmm. like Acid Lost in Space, um, because that was literally made by Kami Sama. But uh, <laughs> Sword Art Online: War of the Underworld right now deserves all the praise it can get. Um, please, I don't know. Blow this up. Share yeah. this. Let, let the world know that uh, Mike Check Waifu Waifu is praising Sword Art Online. Clip this till. Make a clip this, of this of this particular I, conversation. We need, we need to let it. We need to let it be known. I'm I'm being for real though. Me too, dude. Me too. I've been enjoying Sword Art Online so much that, like, you know how we talked about. Oh, I can go a week without this show or, yeah. or whatever. Right. Like, I've actually been looking forward to. It. I got to make sure I watch Sword Art Online right before the podcast so I have it fresh in my mind. Yeah, and I'm I missed this one because I've been I've been playing a lot of video games, but Sword Art is great. It's, it, it, to me, Polo, personally, I always thought it was great from season one to season where we at now. I liked it all. I, I mean, yes, some of it was lackluster compared to the rest, but it, I still liked it. Like it wasn't it wasn't ever considered bad to me personally, which I know yeah. a lot of people going to be like, oh, well, why can I? I shouldn't take Polo's opinion seriously because he likes season two of Sword Art. <laughs> so, screw you. OK, I did. I enjoyed it because I get invested into the characters and that's just my thing. This is the best season since season one, Straight in up. my opinion. And if I know, it I continues, if it continues at this rate, it will be better than season one. Yeah. And the only reason I think it has the ability to be better than season one is because of the groundwork that season one la- laid. Yeah. Plus everything else, right? All these other seasons before this um, War of the Underworld season, um, they just laid really good groundwork. Yes, um, whether exactly. you love it or hate it or not, they laid really good groundwork. And there was a lot of stuff that was irritating that we didn't want to watch. That was whatever. But you get to this point and you're like, everything is good. I enjoy stuff that takes the time to invest me into the world, to invest me into the characters. That's kind of like my my specialty when it comes to watching anime. I love to be invested into the people that mm-hmm. the characters are like not just the action, not just the fights, not just the animation. It's the people that these characters are like who they are gets me so enthralled into these shows. And that's why I enjoy all of Sword Art. And that's why, yes, this is the best since season one. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, it's incredible. It's incredible. All right. <laughs> so let's take a quick break. We got a banger coming up for you. Who was it by again, Till? Oh, that's a Yugi Boy. Yugi Boy. <laughs> it's your turn, Yugi Boy. We're going to play this Yugi Boy drip. It's an, it's an incredible song. It kind of fits the podcast so well. Shout out to Tell for, for mentioning this. It fits the podcast extremely well. So chill. 
when we come back from now, we're going to talk about uh, the most recent episode of My Hero, which is what? Episode seven, I think. Yeah. Okay. So if you haven't caught up on that, make sure you, you know, you, you pause the show, watch that episode and come back to listen to our discussion on it and what we thought. We'll be right back with this drip. episode 25 25 25 what a great episode this is so far man this is fun i had a lot of fun with this episode even though i feel like i repeated myself a lot but oh well sorry appreciate you anyway listen remember send us tweet us your favorite waifus to enter that amazon gift card giveaway and don't forget my check waifu waifu has its own merch Go to teespring.com slash store slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. We just dropped that uh tile shirt, which looks really, really good. I think I'm gonna get that in hoodie form though. Mm-hmm. That shit looks clean. I'm getting that in hoodie form and I may even get it like on a poster or something and hang it up behind me. That, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, because it just I just love the just love the art of it. So good job out of you, Tell, for designing it like that. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh we're gonna be coming up with some new merch uh soon. Keep an eye on that shop. And when you do get something, tweet us, let us know. So we can um, shout you out properly on the show. But this is the part of the show where we talk about our... Okay, what what should we... Like, is this... What is this segment? Seasonal... Our, our most... Uh, most guess, anticipated? Our most popular, most anticipated anime of the, of the season. Yeah, of the season. So My Hero is obviously it. Last season was Demon Slayer. So consider this season two of our most anticipated season discussion. Something. We'll come up with something later. If you got an idea, write into the show. Let us know. 
<laughs> but yeah, so this most recent episode. What you think? First of all, bro, this is like everything I've wanted. This is everything I've been waiting for. It's getting there. It's getting there, it's, man. And I feel like it's such a like, it's a slow burn, but it's yeah. a good slow burn right mm-hmm. here. Like fire and force. It's like they gave us enough. Yeah. At the end, yeah. to be like ah, but worth like they didn't do it too much, you know? Because if they would have gave us everything, we'd have gone into the next episode. Like okay, the next episode isn't as hype because we've already started the the main thing, right? Right. Um. They basically start the episode with like the anticipation mm-hmm. of going into this big moment. And I already knew it was going to kind of happen like this. I just haven't seen it played out, but it was just like, oh, thank you. I got to finally see them all come together and the stress like kind of mount and build up. Right. And I've never, so in the manga, you don't see Night Eye in motion like this. You know, you don't get to see him amongst the crowd right. moving and kind of navigating through. And this is like some of these characters' first time to shine. 100%. You know, Rock Lock yeah. is about to go hard on us. Oof! I don't even know what he do yet. <laughs> what's What's great about this show is it its way of building anticipation. Had gave me like flared up my anxiety. It gave me anxiety, which is good for a show to be able to do that to you again because it's because of your investment into the characters, man. Like I. I felt Deku when he was in like in class when he was trying to like focus on class. I felt Deku's pain when everybody else was searching for uh, Ari or is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ari. Ari. Sorry. I'm like, man, this is this is too intense. I hope they find this little girl. And the way they found her was was pretty incredible. Night Eye's a beast. <laughs> Night Eye had to do his t- the telling himself this episode. He did it. And he used his foresight on on um, the guy closest to the hideout because he was asking for a doll for her, which is dope. I love the way that played out. That entire scene, the way that played out had me like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's using foresight. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. you And you kind of have to, right? Because. Yeah. No way you find him. Way this, yeah. Like, so obviously how the episode starts is that they are. um scoping out where the uh the villains are keeping airy right they have no idea where they actually have are keeping airy but they're scoping it out and over time over what was it two days they finally kind of nail it down right. thanks to night eye just keeping an eye out he sees a guy and he touches him and uses his foresight finds out exactly where airy is and it's just nice that like we actually got to see the heroes in action yeah. moving around towns, different parts of the regions to find them. And then they get, they get their, the police force to mobilize all the heroes to mobilize yep. super fast. I love that. And they meet up at the front doors and it was like, they kind of gave us our first taste of like, this is how it would be like if heroes were real life, because yeah. they had the police up there first and the police got the search warrant. We have your warrant, and before they even get to say we have your warrant, boom, <laughs> busting through the door. You yeah. have this big muscular monster, dude. Yeah, but this is the first time I got to see that. Uh, what's her name, lady? Right? Uh, who the dragon lady? Yeah, 
So she, this isn't the first time you've seen her, but this is the first time she's actually used her quirk fully. Yeah. Because normally she only half uses it and it's like only her hand or something like that. Right. Okay. That's right. This time she went all out and that was dope. It was so, so dope. She turned into a full dragon. It's also kind of cringy though. Like only cringy because I'm only going to say because they gave her her regular human skin tone, but her hands were like, her hands had like the blue scales. So it makes me think, she turns more. Yeah. She turns into the blue eyes white dragon. There you go. Blue scales white dragon. <laughs> blue scales white dragon. Or no, what's that? Uh, baby dragon. No, tune baby dragon. The blue one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. Again, like you said, though, at the beginning, uh, when you first started talking about the show, the slow burn is, I think, necessary for what I'm pretty sure they're building up to in this show to get that investment they're they're like they're sucking the investment out of you and you're what's like the, what's the build up to what to mince meat to mince people meat what? to people turning into mince meat oh, some you people mean, that is important to us you mean uh, my boy overhaul nesting people up mm-hmm. left and right mm-hmm. I love this dude man overhaul like, is insane he I feel like so far of all the characters, even if you had like no true, like I feel like he's better displayed so far in the fourth season than, um, than like our main villain, right? True. Like he has more detail to his character, um, more backstory so far in this part yeah. than our, our main Le- league of villains. Okay. Villains. Uh, so I think Decay was more fleshed out because of uh he trained with uh R for one and all that shit. Or yeah, R for one. But like that was pretty much all we got of him. Like he was just yeah. kind of a spoiled brat, essentially. I don't know. Yeah, as of right now, that's all we would know about him or even care to know. That's why I'm saying like um Shigaraki. The only thing Shigaraki. we know about Shigaraki really is the fact that he was trained by All for One yeah. and that he wants to be the, the number one villain, right? Just like how oh, uh, Deku wants to be number one hero, you know? But it's like Shigaraki, he doesn't make you feel for him like Chizuki. Yeah. And we get to see before they even burst in or even start doing their thing, Chizuki goes up to the old man that's been raising him his whole life and says it's about to get loud because yep. he know it's about to go down, and it's just like, uh, both Lamillion. It ends with both Lamillion and fucking Deku running in full steam ahead, and that stresses me out. Like I know, obviously they're not gonna die, but like it's still. <laughs> it's I still... mean, you, I I've discussed with you what Overhaul's quirk is. Yeah. I mean, he could kill him and bring him back. You know, I'm, 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 I'm just, I ain't gonna stop. I ain't spoil nothing. My bad. You're too late. Uh, I, I mean, I really didn't spoil anything. I could be throwing, um, throwing mad curveballs. See what the yeah. thing is. I don't know. I don't. That's the problem. That's I don't the know. Beauty of it. Gosh, next time, we, next anime we doing this for, we have to make sure you didn't read the manga. You're right. I so we can both go into it. <laughs> it's so <laughs> completely good. blank. It is so good though, dude. My hero is so good. What do you what do you think about the season so far on episode like seven? As an overall season, what do you think? I think every other three? season 
was faster. Way right? faster. And yeah. I'm not even going to say fast. Like season one didn't feel like it was, uh, I felt like season one was this same like kind of pacing, but season two, I felt like took off. Yeah. Like immediately it was like, boom, we in your face. Yeah. Um, but this season, I would say I already know based off feel alone is my favorite. Um, I still think that um, Deku versus Todoroki was the best fight. 100%. But I am going to change that very soon. Mm, okay. Okay. I can't wait to see what's coming up next. The show is incredible. I mean, it's it's incredible. For those of yeah. you who saying that Black Clover is better, I hate you. It's Okay, it's not ten times better than Black Clover. It all right, but uh, yeah, bro, I'm just I don't know, man. What what you, what was your perception of the entire episode? The entire episode, my perception was, it was perfectly paced. If they didn't show us what they showed us at the last like five minutes, when of them like actually breaking down the doors of their of their hideout or whatever, then it wouldn't be nearly as good as it actually ended up being. Like mm-hmm. without that, this episode sucked because it's, it's nothing. It literally is no progression whatsoever. It's just them bouncing but around through different hideouts. You didn't like so I know in the previous episode we got a lot of feeling from like uh Lemillion and Deku. Mm-hmm. But you didn't feel any of that this time with Deku, huh? Like cause I felt like when Deku was sitting in his room, couldn't sleep, I was like, let's go. No, that's what I, I was guess. saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The anxiety it gave was, I felt it too. Like, I felt mm-hmm. Deku's pain while they were searching. And like I said, when they gave us them that running in, bit. yeah, it, it made it all worth it in the end. So this episode was uh, almost, I would almost say, I would almost say perfect if it would have gave us just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it, it was like if it's an individual score for me, it'll probably be an 8.5 episode for sure. Because so no, the feel was I'm, great. Knowing that they're going to give us 24 episodes, right? 25 episodes this season. We at episode seven. So far. And they, they, they're in Shigaraki's or not Shigaraki. They're in um, Chizuki or Overhaul's lair. Mm-hmm. How do you think this is going to play out? Oh man. Well, they're going to, I think overhaul is not going to be there. And so is, uh, Aerie. I don't think they're both. I, I think they're going to both escape somehow, but they're going to be fighting one of the, one of the main members. And then she going to get mad real for both Deku and the million, but they're going to, they're going to put them down eventually. And it's going to be a, a bomb ass fight. In my opinion, that's what I think is going to happen. I can't fucking wait. You already know, I, so you're gonna be so hyped. Oh my god. I can't that's the that's the only thing that makes this amazing about knowing already is that I can't wait to see how hyped you get. I already know when it go down, you're gonna text me like, bro, I can't believe it. And I'm go I can't like, wait. Hell are you uh this is this is literally I'm telling you, this is gonna be the best season so far. Okay. I, I, I keep saying it. But put, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm willing to bet money. <laughs> I'm willing to bet money. No, I believe you. I believe you. Damn. Well, got me excited. I'm mad excited for, uh, I'm mad excited for just next week in general, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I can't wait for next week so my job can slow down a little bit, too. 
Me too. Oh, dude. Holy <laughs> we'll talk shit. about that more in Mic Check Encore. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, y'all. Check out Mic Check Encore. It's such a good show. It's like our 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 baby, our passion project. I enjoy it so much. Um, it's probably one of our favorite things we do besides this episode. I mean, it's I guess it's all we really do, but still, it's so much fun. It's incredible. Go to patreon.com slash mic tech waifu and waifu. Just check out, just scope out the tiers. See if you like something. Um, it's a good show. I can't wait to I can't wait to mind check encore. Actually, I got some stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like Call of Duty, but we'll save that for that. Um, and I guess that'll wrap episode twenty five. We might check waifu waifu. I've been yeah. Polo. That's been Tell. We love you all. Follow us on all social media. I'm at Polo Born Fly. I'm at King Teliano. And follow our social, uh, our, our uh, podcast pages at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. Mike Check Waifu. Yeah. Facebook.com slash group slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu for that. Uh, I love y'all. We out. Peace. Mike Check 1212. My sweet Waifu. Is that you?